0: Hello there, it's me, Professor Oak. I'm here to tell you about a new podcast series from Super NPC Radio, all about the original Pokémon games. Pikachu. That's right, Pikachu. Your favorite trainers are playing through Pokémon Red, Blue, and Yellow for their next Games Club series, and you can hear all about their journey. Look, my grandson is here. What's his name again? Well, wow, my name is Gary, but whoever is playing the game named me Butt. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But, I mean, Gary, did you subscribe to their Patreon to follow along with their Pokemon journey? Yeah, but only because I know they'll need help from me along the way. Catch the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club by subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier at patreon.com slash supernpcradio to hit new episodes every Friday. you! We'll see you there, listeners. Gotta catch them all! Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their life. On the show, we talk to our guest about what made playing the game fun, special, and whatever is still memorable about it to them. And we'll also get into the context of when and how they had this uh, this uh, particular time with it. In the first place, uh, a little bit of housekeeping up top is that anything that my guest and I plug today, you can uh, find a link in the show notes to whatever that is. Uh, so everything I'm about to plug, you can just go find it in the show notes and click a link if you want to fo- uh, find us there. First of which you can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also uh, check us out on Discord if you want to have uh, uh, you know fun, respectful conversations with some lovely people about any show on our network or really anything, uh, you can uh, just click the link there. You can support the show in a few different ways. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts um, or wherever you get your shows, but I only can see the one on Apple. So if you leave one somewhere else, feel free to DM me or message me somehow, and I'd love to read it on the show because that helps our visibility and does a lot for us. Um, You can also... Support the show by sharing it with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the game that our guest has brought on for the main event today. And lastly, if you want to support the show, you can hit us up on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, and that is where our network of video game podcasts lives. Uh, By subscribing there and supporting us financially, you get bonus video game podcasts. Uh, I like to pitch people on the $10 DJ Toad tier. It's where 95% of our subscribers Uh, support us at because you get three bonus podcasts a week whether it's our pokemon red blue and yellow games club which is currently airing every friday uh or even um what what's something oh the super npcs a, a weekly show that you get on thursday or whatever is bouncing around on those tuesdays whether it's a scary game podcast from press x to scream or a lot more stuff um and hopefully nothing from july diaz um, anyway, that'll do it for the housekeeping of the show. You can check us out on Patreon for more info. Uh, but now I will finally introduce our guest for today's episode. So please welcome to the microphone comedian and actor, Adri Diaz.
1: Woo woo! Hi, I'm Adri.
0: Oh my gosh, did I just, was that a crowd of people cheering for you? I heard a woo woo, that's a, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: this is my fans.
0: <laughs> I love it. In this scenario, um, you're recording a show, but your fans are in the, like, I'm imagining them on a couch. Behind you, yeah. sort of like I
1: hang out with them a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what? Uh, if I had a group of fans following me around, I probably would need a lot more affirmation.
1: Uh, oh, it's just one guy. <laughs> it's okay. Just one guy goes woo <laughs>
0: Well, nice to meet you, uh, uh, Reggie uh, and Adrian. <laughs> I'm glad to have you on the show. Um,
1: of course, thanks for having us.
0: Of of course. Uh, from now on, we will be referring to the two of you. Um, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Uh, as always, I like to talk about how I know my guest, um, and I'm pretty sure when I became aware of you, when you entered my consciousness, was um, when you were on the same mess hall team as Sweetie Pies, Joe Fahey, mm-hmm. Heather Higginbotham, mm-hmm. um, Ben Wheatmartian. Yep.
1: Can you
0: remind me of the name of that team? Because it was an incredible team. Ringo. Ringo. Back in 2019, I think.
1: 2019. Pre-panty. Yes.
0: It was like you were the until now, I guess, the last spring mess hall, uh, like season, uh, mm-hmm. before everything happened, as you said, pre-panty. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say pre-panty at some point on the show, uh, <laughs> or just I just did. Um, but that's how I like first I think saw you do comedy. Um, but I don't even I don't think we met then. At some point, you did stand up at TNT, but I think. I don't even know who – I think Heather connected you to us.
1: I think so, yeah. And then
0: we put you up. But I don't even know if you and I got to meet then. I think – we may have not.
1: I think that was the first time I had really seen you. I had seen you around, but then I think that was the first time we had, like, an interaction. And gotcha. And that's when you, like, introduced me and I went up on the stage. and Awesome. Um, that t- was a, a, Just
0: a magical moment.
1: <laughs> I remember – I do remember that show because I do remember – You saying, like, oh, like, um, this is a loose show. This is a chill show. And I remember going up and being like, it really is a chill show because I asked how much time can I do? And you guys said, Whatever. I was like, okay, (laughs) that's how I know (laughs) this is a chill show.
0: Yes, when we're not just like, I mean, I'm sure, especially, you know, a stand-up show, having a set that you're prepared to do is like you're not being squeezed for your five minutes or whatever it is. It's that was probably a little different, I guess.
1: Yeah, that was the first time I had done a stand up set at an improv show. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I don't think they know that I should be <laughs> I should have time cuz I'll yes. keep going."
0: <laughs> yeah, like give me a set time, it doesn't I'm not going to be offended if it's 5 or 15, just tell me. Um Yeah. Well, that so yeah, that's I always like to like try to think back of the origin of mm-hmm. how I, you know, meet my guests, but also we did um I helped Ana Salinas by doing sound uh, recording, and, and I edited a short film for her in 2021, mm-hmm. which you were in as well. Um, Post, post-panty. Post-panty. Thank, thank you so but much. Actually, uh, I
1: would say mid, it was still mid-panty a little yes, bit. Yes, it was
0: the time where, oh, suddenly we were like, oh, we can be out in the world again, like, who needs a mask anymore? And then everyone got COVID again, and it was like, oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> this is just going to be something we live with for a while, but right. I think- after that time was when we started to see each other around more and be actually like become friends. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. of course I know you as, you know, a very funny comedian, both as a standup and an improviser. Um, but what do you want to share with the listener about yourself? Is there anything you either want to plug or tell us some information that we need to know about you?
1: Um, you need to know if you've never seen me you need to know that I'm also hot. Um, cause I know you can only hear my voice right now.
0: Yes. <laughs> you, you did ask if we'd be using the video, but the listener is just going to have to believe us on this. Uh, but I think they can do a good job of, <laughs> you know, filling in the visual gaps with their mind. I this think. voice,
1: this voice don't sound like,
0: <laughs> I, I, hot, so you know, speaking of that though, I, and I'm fully interrupting you to make it about me. I, one, it's do you ever listen to a podcast or or like maybe even music and are shocked to see what the person looks like because yeah azalea banks i'm
1: not stillia banks, shocked... banks um is iggy azalea iggy azalea
0: yes and you're like <laughs> oh that's a white woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great i remember um, that <laughs> yeah very shocking i i have thought before like oh i bet it's been shocking for some listeners like i don't I'm curious to see like what kind of person they imagine I look like. Cause I sort of have I think I have like boyish features. I mean, mm-hmm. I get I am a man, but I have a sort of a boyish <laughs> young look to me. But
1: you do, you do, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I wonder what they're like, do I look like a little dweeb to them? Like I'm just
1: I'm no. lost in this
0: world now, wondering what I look like before seeing me.
1: That's so funny. You do have a very soothing voice. I was gonna say that in the beginning. You have a very podcaster radio voice. Thank you. And I don't feel like I really have that. I kind of have like a nasally <laughs> annoying voice. So that's why I feel like I had to preface that I'm hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, all I want you listen, listeners to know.
0: Yes. Cause, uh, you, you're worried about them judging you by your voice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in a negative way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you. That's nice. That's, that was a surprising thing after I had started doing the show to hear from people who were just listeners. Um, but uh, also, oh, this is—I don't need to say this—but we're also Central Valley kids. Um we, oh my God, I
1: forgot, we yeah, are. Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, yeah, I'm
0: yeah. a Modesto kid, and you're Visalia. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Reggie, Okay, cool. Hush.
0: <laughs> I just got really yeah, Reggie. Uh, is he Flip also? It. Yeah. From um, <laughs> Fresno. He's a. Fres- he's in the middle. He, he bridges us. Yes. Yeah. He, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, what is there anything you want to plug today, or like aside from being hot? Tell the listener about yourself.
1: I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, uh, but yes, I I am hot, but um, also I have a comedy variety show called Fresh Fish. Um, we do it once a month. We used to do it at UCB Sunset, R.I.P. Then we started mm. at the Clubhouse, and now we do it in a backyard. It's a very fun variety show. We have music, stand-up, characters. We try not to do improv, but, Mm -hmm. you know improv is just so delicious you gotta have it's, it here
0: and there you know it sneaks in sometimes like maybe it when sneaks in. it's like oh I we need to book one more act and I'm having trouble getting a stand-up like
1: exactly <laughs> it's not even that it's more like variety I can find I can fucking close my eyes and point in, in a grocery store and I'll find a stand-up anywhere but totally for like variety acts like characters and things like that it's really hard to find so sometimes I do just have to get like an improv group and yes or up there and you know usually they kill my audience they're my audience is like a very particular audience They're not like a very like it's not a crowd full of comedians it is a Mm -hmm. crowd full of normal people which is very nice especially in the comedy community because you're usually just performing in front of other comedians and they all hate you you know usually um (laughs) at least in the stand-up world they're comparing themselves to
0: you as you're doing your comedy
1: exactly yeah and then um but they're like thanking god she's hot and at least i have that um (laughs) no but um but it's nice that my my the crowd that usually comes they're usually, usually like eccentric, very fun, very si- weird silly people and then we do karaoke afterwards and it's a great way for us to like all meet and it's a nice little community that fresh fish has become so it's a really wonderful come, environment. It really is. It's a it's a weird fun show. It's definitely a little weird.
0: But hey, we all need a little weird every every now and again.
1: We do need a little weird.
0: Um. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll. I mean, that's
1: what Austin, Texas, is all about.
0: You know what? Thanks for thanks for leading the charge on that, Austin. Um, do you, is there a place <laughs> where does Fresh Fish? Do you just advertise that on your Instagram, or does it have its own?
1: It has its own Instagram. It's okay, Fresh cool. Fish Comedy. Um. I'll
0: put a link to the show notes yeah. to that too
1: please please come and then you know we both are on house teams at UCB. I yeah. have I'm on two teams. i a Lloyd team called Bad Kisser. It's all it's all female lineup and um it's really fun. I really like my girls. They are funny and hot. Um again, that's all that matters. <laughs> um and I'm on another Another house team, Manudo, um, love them. It's an all it's an all Latin improv group, and we have so much fun. And my brother July Diaz is on it, so if you're a fan of July's testing one two threes, you should come <laughs> hear him do that. Absolutely,
0: our that's our our sweet boy who uh, was on this show during the first year, but uh, like so long ago. But you know, people will know from our Pokemon Games Club and a, and his podcast as well, but. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll put um I'll put a link to the Fresh Fish Instagram and then to the next shows that Menudo and uh, Bad Kisser have coming up. So people if they wanna they're in the LA area and they want to come see some yeah. fun hot teams, they can.
1: Yeah, Menudo has their own Instagram too. It's called Menudo After Dark. If you want to link that.
0: Perfect. I will. As
1: well. Mine is my Instagram as well.
0: Golden. I'll do that. Uh killer. Beautiful. We'll- Thank you hey anytime uh thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself uh with us today um before we get into your just general history with video games Adri, will you please introduce the game that you've brought on today and call me by your game
1: yes call me by your game Mm pac-man reggie
0: (laughs) reggie knows the perfect times to hype you up (laughs) almost as if it's exactly when you want it uh i'm really excited to talk about this this should be fun i recently i don't think i don't remember if we texted about this after um friend of the snow a friend of the snow friend of the show (laughs) adrian's birthday but i got to watch you play this recently um while i was like furiously playing donkey kong next to you or a couple things over but (laughs) anyway i'm really excited to talk about that but let's get into your history in general, do you remember like the first video game you ever played or like looking back at playing them as a kid or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I do. I, I remember it either being Pac-Man or Super Mario Brothers. Oh, nice. I remember. Yeah, but I think I want to say it was Pac-Man first because I think I was in sixth grade and I remember. Do you want me to get into it now?
0: Uh, I want to, oh, you know, I'm so glad you asked. I want to save the majority of the (laughs) Pac-Man stuff for the main event. But if you want to, if you're like, that's the first one you played, then you can definitely touch on it a little bit here.
1: Yeah, I think I remember it was in sixth grade Pac-Man. And then I think in junior high is when I kind of got into Super Mario Brothers.
0: Okay. Do you like remember how you got into Super Mario Brothers? Did you have a console at home? Was it a friend's?
1: Oh, my brothers. I have older brothers and they're addicted to um, big gamers but I was the baby, the baby girl. And um, I don't know why I had to preface it like that. The baby girl <laughs> of the family. It's important. But yeah. <laughs> and um I used to like see my brothers playing all the time. But I was like, I'm a girl. I don't do that. I like <laughs> Burbies and, you know, things like that. Um, I was a very girly girl. Um, but then, not until I got older, when I was like, "Oh, this is actually like, really fun." And I used to have the Nintendo SD. Is that what it was called?
0: Oh, the DS, the the or the DS. Screen <laughs> one? Yeah. yeah
1: when, uh, no, maybe the one that just like flips open, looks like a phone, but like you just there's one screen, and then
0: oh, the the Game Boy Advance SP. Yes, I know what you're talking SP, about. Yes. yes, I
1: had one of those. I loved Ooh, it so much. What
0: color was it?
1: It was red. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um I remember I lost it and I remember being so devastated about it. I th- I was like forever like intrigued at the idea. I was like, "You know what? I think someone stole it from me." I th- I was like I was convinced that my cousin had stolen it from me mm. and I kept like accusing him and I had no proof. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> happened to it.
0: Um I want to ask you about that a little bit. Do you remember mm-hmm. any games that you had for your Game Boy Advance?
1: um what's the mario one where he's dressed like a little raccoon
0: super mario brothers three yes okay
1: i had the third one then yeah yeah he had a little raccoon outfit um and i remember i got all the way up to like bowser's castle
0: yeah the ending of the game
1: the ending of the game um i love i still i mean i still love super mario but I loved it. It was so fun. I loved it so, so, so much. But my brothers are big-time Super Mario fans.
0: Nice. Yeah, that one is really – that one I played a lot growing up, too, and I had the same version on the Game Boy Advance and the little cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like it so much that I, like, made a friend borrow it recently. Um. I'm sure you know uh, oh. Austin Williams –
1: that
0: sounds familiar. So Austin, I'm really bad with names. You would probably recognize Austin, but Austin's on the the Harold team, um, headbutt, and she played all the way through. There's like one of those games is Yoshi's Island, which is kind of a Mario game, and she's like, "Oh, oh I've beaten this a million times." And so I I made her borrow the other like Super Mario Bros. Three that you're talking about to, to play. Yeah, yeah, it, so yeah. It's so good. It um, is so
1: good. Yeah.
0: And um coincidentally our next guest on the show is going to be talking about that game so I'm really excited. Mm. Um uh, did you ever play like um movie tie-in games or like uh, like TV show games like whether it's SpongeBob or anything like that?
1: No, I do remember my dad had gotten me one of those like joysticks that had like the pre-games in them like it was oh, Pac-Man. Sure. Um it Pac-Man, Frogger, what was that one? Gal- Galactica? Is it?
0: Uh, Galaga.
1: Galaga. I remember yes. that one. Yeah, it was like the old school video games on the little joystick. And there was one where there was like, I think there was like a mouse who was a cop. Um, <laughs> you you oh, know what I'm talking mouse about?
0: Mouse cop? Of course. I actually don't, but I <laughs> it probably was called that.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, probably it was like a it was a cat or a mouse that was a fucking cop, and uh-huh. <laughs> I just remember. Like, I just, it was, it's very vague. I just remember they would, he would have to climb through like a house and, hmm. um, probably didn't even have a warrant, let's be real.
0: Of course. I mean, especially back then, <laughs> of course not. A cab. Um, A cab. All cats,
1: or all A, A, wait, a on. a map. yeah.
0: <laughs> took us a second. Um, that's, so in, you're saying this was like, um uh like a just a joystick that had like games in it that would hook up to the TV. Is that what it was? Or was exactly it... yeah. Okay, cool. I remember seeing things like this, but I never played one.
1: Oh, it was so fun. And it was fun because those are just like the kind of the games that I liked. I didn't like anything too advanced. <laughs> yes,
0: totally. Speaking of which, I mean you had your you had your Game Boy Advance. Um was that the only console that like you ever owned? Yes. Wow, look at you. Yeah. You're yeah. like I've kept my life pure. Away, yeah, away from the smut of video games. Um, yeah. Well, in that case, I'm curious, Um, you know, throughout your life, whether it was, like, in high school or after or, like, even living out here, are there any – have you played any, uh, like, games in groups with people?
1: Um, I played, like, Quiplash, definitely. Uh, panty, Panty Times. Oh, yes, of um, course. That Quiplash like was a good one. Jackbox, yeah. And – um i'm a big fan of board games not necessarily oh, really? video games i do like a good game night where we sit around a board game and Ooh. play some games and it's funny because i think in my like best friend group me and one other person were the only ones who like to play games uh-huh. and the rest of them always like grunt and moan the moment <laughs> we're like let's play a game and they're like no like you know
0: yeah they're uh, like i guess we'll be here uh yeah
1: and then it's just like me trying to explain a board game to them and like seeing the life in their eyes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just the <laughs> glaze. Flicker away, over. yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's really fun. I mean, we talk. We end up talking about board games occasionally on the show because they have so many ties to video games. Um, I mentioned this not too long ago, but uh, one time on an episode I uh, had Meg Joe on to discuss the mm, Settlers mm-hmm. of Catan mobile game. Um, oh, because like I truly I consider anything that's at least digital in and a game like eligible for the show. So that was the closest we got to actually discussing a board game. And I mean, technically we did, but
1: interesting. Um,
0: so, you know, it comes up a bunch of talk to I think Sarah Claspall recently talked about some. If you were to like have a game night, uh, what are your go to board games like that? to play or like whatever works for you
1: okay there's this one game that i recently um learned it's called dixit and it's so fun it's like little like unique pieces of art and you kind of have to like you you make up a fake title for it and interesting you put the card down and then everyone puts their rendition of that title in and then you mix it up and you kind of have to guess Who's who's like caption to the picture, yes. and it's so fun. I really like that. I recently started playing Catan. Oh, fun! Uh, so fun. I've only I doubled
0: not... a couple times. It's really fun, but um, it I just haven't played that much. But you have been enjoying. You seem it?
1: like you're too nice to play Catan.
0: Maybe I am. I need to be more cutthroat. In, <laughs> yeah,
1: in you're, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, of course <laughs> you can have my stones <laughs> or whatever the hell they.
0: Sure, are. I have nothing. I don't need anything. Yeah,
1: uh, you're too sweet to play Catan. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's a dog eat dog world in Catan. Um I become a real capitalist once I start playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your family. I need <laughs> I need my crops.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Uh that's fun. Um, any other board games that you want to mention?
1: I think as a kid, I used to play Scrabble a lot oh, and I used to play Monopoly with my cousins. I would always go over to their house every weekend. And we would watch scary movies and we would play board games. But then not until I got older was when I realized like I had been playing Monopoly wrong my whole life. (laughs) And I think that's like a common um, thing that's happened to most people is like realizing like, oh, actually, I don't know the rules of Monopoly. Yes. been playing it wrong. Um, Also with Scrabble, I I realized we've been playing it wrong. We would always like look up words and, yeah you know cheat and things like that and um but yeah those those always makes me think of childhood and my cousins and spending time with my cousins um they That's lived fun. in goshen do you remember do you know where goshen is i it's think kind i've of seen larry goshen...
0: i've seen it like on like the 99 or the five like listed as like goshen is this many miles away or like take mm-hmm. this exit but i've never been yeah
1: yeah it's kind of stinky there <laughs> It's like a farm town, and it, like, just perpetually smells like cow shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a couple towns in the Central Valley, too, that... I remember one time I went to football camp in this town, and it you just You play sm- football? Can you... Be, see? Can you believe it? <laughs> see, the, li- the listener would be like, there's no way. Um, but... You'd be too yes. nice
1: in football, too.
0: <laughs> right? Uh, I'm just like, t- tackle me. I feel bad about scoring. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna... Oh, so anyway... I don't remember where we were. It may have been Hanford. Have you heard of Hanford? Hanford, yeah. It isn't I think you might even be close to Visalia, but that place
1: mm-hmm. it's right by it, yeah.
0: Smelled like eggs the whole time we were there. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: disg- it was sulfur. It was disgusting and I like Yep. It was such a bad time. And also it was like a hot football summer camp where all you want to do is drink water and the water smells like eggs.
1: Yeah, no, literally the tap water there is foul. I remember that because I think because my cousins, they moved around a lot. They live in Goshen. They Mm live in Hanford. And I can't really remember exactly where, but I remember when I had to take a shower there, I was like, this is foul. It was sick. It was sick.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't even know how I got there, but it's just you said I think you were talking about ocean being stinky and i was like hanford's stinky, mm-hmm. in a different way it's
1: all stinky uh
0: just uh, our lovely stinky central valley Aww. um well lastly you know as we sort of wrap up your history with video games um are there did you ever get into either playing like rock band or guitar hero or did you ever go to arcades and play like ddr or anything like that
1: Yes, at the same cousin's house, I remember they had a rock band Ooh. and um I wasn't very good at it and I remember <laughs> I remember one time <laughs> my cousins, they're fucking ruthless. <laughs> they're so mean. <laughs> I remember I wanted to sing in rock band. Uh-huh. And I'm not a singer. I never claimed to be. I mean, again, you hear my voice. Um, <laughs> you, you as a listener, remember I'm hot, but I'm not a singer either. <laughs> and I remember I wanted to, cause I was kind of like an emo kid when I was in junior high and high Sick. school. And so I wanted to sing my chemical romance, um, uh, the black parade, cause it was on, it was on a uh, rock band. And um, I remember I was like, let me sing. And I could barely get one lyric out, and my whole family starts cracking up, laughing, <laughs> making fun of me, being like, "When I was a young boy," and they would not <laughs> shut the hell up. And I was so embarrassed, and I was like, "I'm never doing this again in front of them." Yes, <laughs> I'm. I might have sounded bad, but I was hitting those notes, I think. Yes. But I couldn't even get through the song. I was so embarrassed.
0: Oh, just just getting sl- just eviscerated by your family. Oh my gosh. That is really funny. Oof, um, man, I'm so glad I asked about that. Uh, I I like to ask people who you know don't maybe have an extension history with video games questions about those types of games because I feel like they were so, they were not like you, ubiqu, you ubiquitous. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I'm trying to use a big word here, don't it's a struggle. Ask me. <laughs> um, These games that like transcend culture and like, like Rock Band Mm -hmm. or Wii Sports or DDR. So I'm so glad I asked because that is such a hilarious story. Um, Well, before we move on, is there any game from your life um, that you want to make sure you mention before we do? Or did you get to do that?
1: I, I do remember we used to play Wii sports too. Like it was Wii dancing, right? There was a Oh game. yeah, there's
0: there's I think it's just dance, I would assume. Just dance, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember playing that at the same cousin's house. Um and yeah, I felt like that was like a pivotal moment in my childhood because I remember like being like, Whoa, this is crazy. It knows like my every move. Yeah. Like I was <laughs> like, This is the future. I remember that was like the first time I was like really like astonished by technology totally but yeah we would dance to that all the time um that was really fun and it was like a very wholesome time because like the whole family would just like come together and dance and you know I think there's certain songs that make me think of that time like uh uh, the shake 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 senora
0: yes well
1: that's on beetlejuice but it always makes me think of just dance oh my god, that was like always my go-to uh dance song.
0: That's really sweet. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it was
1: very cute. Yeah, in the oh, Central man. Valley, <laughs> in the stinky Central Valley dancing. Hey, you know,
0: all we had to do was dance and we forgot <laughs> yeah. about all the stink. Um <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's so sweet and fantastic. Well, Adri, thank you for sharing with me, you know, a little overview of your history with games in general. That was really fun. Um we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll talk about all things Pac-Man, so I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, of course, here with Adri Diaz to discuss Pac Man. Adri, welcome back.
1: Whoop whoop. Reggie.
0: Oh, Reggie, you know what? <laughs> That's rude of me. I should have acknowledge reggie and welcome reggie back to reggie welcome back (laughs) great he's like a pokemon he just says one thing (laughs)
1: yeah he only says one thing that's
0: my guy um (laughs) anyway like i told you before the show adri i'm gonna do a little table setting uh about pac-man before we get into uh you know your history but if you have anything that you want to include whether it's like oh connor actually this happens when you pick up a power-up or the ghost's name Names are these, which I don't know. Feel free to include if you want. Otherwise, I'm just going to monologue for a bit.
1: Yeah, monologue. All
0: right, here I go. (laughs) Pac-Man is a 1980 maze action video game developed and released by Namco for arcades. In North America, the game was released by Midway Manufacturing as part of its licensing agreement with Namco America. The player controls Pac-Man as you probably could have guessed, who must eat all of the dots inside an enclosed maze while avoiding four colored ghosts. Eating large flashing dots is co- called power pellets, causes the ghosts to tempora- temporarily turn blue, allowing Pac-Man to eat them for bonus points. If you've seen the game or you're even remotely aware of it, you probably understand it. It's very simple, and I didn't need to say that part, but for those of you who are wondering what some of the stuff is called, there you go. Uh, Game development began in early 1979, directed by Toro Iwatani with a nine-person team. Iwatani Mm -hmm. wanted to create a game that would appeal to women as well Well, as men. So, hey, uh, Adri, a very uh, very feminist choice of you, Um, because (laughs) uh, most video games at the time, according to this article – had themes of war or sports, very much war and sports, just a man thing. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
0: Although the inspiration for the Pac-Man character was the image of a pizza with a slice removed, Iwatani has said he also rounded out the Japanese character for mouth, or in Japanese, the word coochie. I should have (laughs) pre-read this before I finished that (laughs) sentence, but that's... That's what that is. Uh, The in-game characters were made to be cute and colorful to appeal to younger players. The original Japanese title um, was derived from the phrase Paku Paku Taberu, which refers to gobbling something up. I guess the title was changed for the North American release to mitigate vandalism. I don't understand how getting away from gobbling (laughs) would mitigate that, but anyway— to wrap things up here, Pac-Man was a widespread critical and commercial success, leading several sequels, merchandise, and apparently two TV series. Which whoa, whoa, they're, they're like animated shows. Um, the game remains uh, uh one of the highest-grossing and best-selling games of all time, generating more wow. than fourteen billion dollars of revenue as of twenty sixteen. Um, okay. and as we all know, Pac-Man's you know remains one of the most uh famous video game characters and easily recognizable. Um mm-hmm. so it's about time, Adri, that someone brought this on to discuss their experience with it. So thank you for doing so.
1: Of course, no one's ever talked about Pac-Man?
0: I think it's probably it's come up a little bit. Um oh, interesting. It, but like n- it's I mean that's the so this is going to be episode 166 of this show. That's a lot of episodes, but still we'll find like all-time games that haven't been brought up. Um so this is one of them. But speaking Whoa. of which, I want to get into your history with the game. Um, you, m- I don't know if we got exactly how you first played it back when you referred to that first time earlier. But do you remember, like, where you were when you played it? Was it at an arcade? Was it on a oh, console? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, I remember. I remember oh, she's like uh, she's flashing yesterday. back as we
0: speak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my eyes are going that. back in my head. Oh my God. Um, just, Reggie,
1: help her. Help. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>
0: That's not helping.
1: That's all he could do. Um, no, I remember it was such a pivotal time in my life. I remember I was in sixth grade. I remember it was like when I first really started liking boys. And um,
0: Pac-Man will do I... that to people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pac-Man makes you mad horny He's kind of a sex shit. symbol,
0: but anyway, yeah. sorry.
1: No, I remember like, cause like, you know, those are what, pubescent. How do totally. you say it? Like pubescent. Is that how you say it?
0: I think pubescent, pubescent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pubescent. I don't think I've ever said that word out loud. Well, it's I apparently nab- sounds nasty. Really,
0: well, it it does, but I could barely pronounce. Uh, well, I said coochie, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And
1: and pre panty.
0: Yes, and uh, <laughs> I tried to I tried to use the word ubiquitous in a sentence and clearly stumbled. See, us
1: centri- it. it's cuz we went to, it's cuz we went to public school in the Central Valley. <laughs>
0: yeah. Blame- we don't know nothing. Yes, that's it's it's the it's a California public school's fault. Um
1: It was that egg water made us all loopy. <laughs> it made our brains all scrambled. <laughs>
0: I think that is the only explanation. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I remember I was, how old are you? Like 12 years old in sixth grade. Yeah. And it was like the first time I started getting like freedom to like go out and do things with my friends. And I remember one of the things that my friends and I would do, we would go to the movie theaters. Um, it was the Sequoia mall. um, Yeah. In my hometown. And, uh, we would like sneak into movies all the time and it was really fun and, they didn't give a fuck though also like thinking uh-huh. back I was like no one checked they didn't care like that mall was going to shit the whole time and it's like <laughs> I think it's like half of it's like gone now but um if you're from Visalia you'd know that that mall is like the shitty mall compared yes. to like the two malls that we have and um I remember there was this boy named Stephen Garcia who I was madly in love shout with shout out to you um, Stephen Wherever you ask, Stephen, it's not too late. Um, <laughs> he was a short king, um, but I loved him so much. Mm. And my best friend at the time was uh, Kaylee Douglas. Um, mm. uh, it's it's crazy how we can like remember from like our childhood like everyone's full names, and now I'm like, who? Like, I meet someone today, and I'm like, what's their name? Like, you yes. know. She was my best friend, but she was like the it girl. She was like the tomboy. Oh. All the boys like wanted to play with her, and um, you know, like everyone like all the boys loved her and um i like wanted to be like her and i remember steven fucking loved her ass and i was Mm. so jealous and she was really good at pac-man we would go to the movie theater and she would be playing pac-man and she was so fucking good she like got all the way up to like the pretzel or like one of like the not the highest one but she would get like really high and the boys were all like google eyed for her like being like oh my <laughs> god like she's so cool like she's not like other girls like you know <laughs> like classic like super-
0: time of that yes
1: classic yeah like and i remember just being like i want to learn how to play pac-man mm-hmm. i wanna i want steven to be horny for me <laughs> and So i remember every time we would go i would like practice and i wasn't very good at first and um I like developed a good skill of like cat reflexes, and I I feel like just in general I'm very good at catching things. Oh yeah! But like if something throws if someone throws something, I can catch it really quick. And people Hmm. are always like, "Whoa, what are you?" Good hand eye
0: coordination. Yeah, and
1: I think it's because I would diligently like practice all the time. Like anytime we went, I wanted to be good at Pac Man, and um, and then I just remember um, Stephen and Kaylee, uh, started dating and
0: <laughs> oh, I was
1: devastated. I was devastated. Well, no, 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 no. I think what happened first was him and I were dating. Um, and I remember thinking, this is my man. This is my husband. Like this is, <laughs> this, is, <laughs>
0: this, is this is all is I it. need here. Yeah. This is
1: all I need my man and my, my good hand eye coordination. Yes. <laughs> I think I did like win him over, and I remember I drew a picture of Spongebob for him because, you know, when you you're in love, you got to draw a picture of Spongebob mm. for your man. You know, Yep. <laughs> I remember I drew a picture of Spongebob and I remember we were at school and my friend D- Diana Mendoza came up to me. She hands me the picture of Spongebob and she's like, Stephen wanted me to tell you that it's over. And he started dating Kaylee Douglas, your
0: actually- best friend.
1: My best friend, she she did me dirty. Um, wait, hold on, I me go let my cut out.
0: What <laughs> sorry. Oh, you're okay. I didn't know if
1: you could hear the cat
0: scratching at the door. Not I not from here, but um, Oh, okay, okay, sorry. That is so brutal. Also brutal. too Brutal. Right he it's like he gave an engagement ring back with that Spongebob <laughs> picture. Like oh, that I hurts.
1: That like, was gutted. <laughs> And you know, when you're a kid and you like, even as an adult, sometimes I feel this way, Like, you want to cry, but you don't want to, like, you don't want to cry. Like you feel the urge and you're like holding it in. And I remember yes. that whole day, I was just like, <laughs> like the <laughs> vein popping out of my you're, forehead. Have
0: you seen that meme of that <laughs> Yes. at school? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was me trying not to cry because he gave yes. me back my picture of Spongebob. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. And it was a good picture too. It was good. Um Ugh. He, I know it was fucked.
0: <laughs> That's messed up, but- so so he so then they started dating and you were man now i just want to ask you about this whole thing um you two (laughs) were you said she was your best friend or one of your best friends
1: yeah it was a trio it was kaylee douglas adri diaz and oh actually my name used to be adri serrato back in the day so i was adri serrato and then tiana john we were the three best friends
0: oh my gosh Um, a powerful powerful trio
1: yeah, and then I married my brother July Diaz, and that's how I got. <laughs> no, I was kidding.
0: Hey, hey, you know whatever works for you.
1: <laughs> no, it's actually funny though, because sometimes people in elementary school are like, "Oh my god, it's so weird to call you Adrian Diaz because he used to be Adrian Serrato." Yeah, and I was like, I know. Um, it's only because when I started school, my mom and my dad were like breaking up, and so she was mad at him and was like, "You're going by my last name." I and see. So that's my mom's last name is Serrato, and um. And then in junior high, my dad was like, what the fuck? And then he was like, no, your D is. So yeah. they, su- they, they switched me back to my birth name. Oh my school.
0: gosh. um, So that's, that's tough. That's truly just making me think of like, taking me back to junior high and like sixth mm-hmm. grade when like mm-hmm. all of that stuff starts to happen. You start to like, like peek behind the curtain for the listener is that I was always like a bit of a like lover boy as like Aww. a young kid, right? Like, you know, far too young of an age, had feelings for people or for girls, you know, and like wanted, um, like had people I had crushes on or like early girlfriends that are like so illegitimate. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> but
0: as you get to that age, I feel like it does, it really does become more prevalent. And I remember like how that would happen of like someone would be dating someone in junior high and then. They would break up, and then suddenly that girl was dating your other friend or or like mm. your, the guy was dating her friend. It was like – Right. It just – It would – I mean, it it obviously was dramatic, but it would – somehow friendships would survive where I feel like nowadays that would be – like just as adults, it's a lot harder to stomach that. Um,
1: oh, for sure. Might,
0: probably because it's a lot less serious when you're younger. I don't know. I'm doing a little more analyzing than needs to be <laughs> yeah. done.
1: No, I totally get that. I was the same exact way, Connor. I literally would fall in love and just fantasize my whole life. Sorry, I gotta spray my
0: cat. <laughs> it's um, a really fun visual <laughs> for me behind you to see the cat you you to hold the the spray bottle and just spray him. That's that's fantastic.
1: My my studio, man. I don't know. I have Reggie let all these cats in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's asleep over there. Yeah. Gosh,
1: that's why you haven't heard a woot woot in a while. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Um. Yeah, I was I was so badly like just so boy crazy. I mm-hmm. loved every boy. Um I remember um I like, wouldn't even pay attention at school. I was such, like, a love-struck kid. Yes. And could not wait to be, like, married. I'm, mean, like, fucking 12, 13 years old. I was, like, can't wait to be married. Yes. Like, And I remember one time. Oh, my God. This is so bad. But not even that bad. But I remember there was this other boy named Raymond Jimenez in third grade. Yes. And oh, these damn cats. <laughs> Did they're, you see honestly, in the background?
0: <laughs> they're getting riled up by your story.
1: They're getting all horned up. Listening to this. Stop <laughs> it. Um... I remember in third grade, I like, I didn't even know what sex was, but I just like knew that's like what older people did, you know, like if you loved someone, you had sex. And I remember (laughs) in third grade, I drew a picture of me and Raymond. (laughs) Doing the
0: nasty. Oh my god!
1: Under a blanket, though, at least you didn't see nothing. You just tasteful, tasteful silhouette of my head. And you know what's funnier? He had spiky hair, so you see the silhouette (laughs) of the spikes on his head.
0: i a blanket. little Bart Simpson spikes. Yeah, little Bart. Oh, that's funny. And just like
1: putting in like like a little speak bubbles, like "Oh, I love you so much," like you know. This is good
0: sex, whatever that is.
1: I don't know if I ever even like used yeah. the word sex, but like the implication was that we were under the sheets in a bed, fucking. <laughs> and my mom found it, and she was so upset with me. And like you know, she she obviously knew I wasn't having sex, but yeah. like she was just like so flur. So I was like, "What? You're like eight years old? Like when you are in third grade?" And I remember crying, and I was like lying. I was like, "It's not. We were we're just talking under the blanket." <laughs>
0: That's great. Even though, like, you even in like it was not some concept you even understood. She knew it wasn't happening, but you still were like, "That's not what's happening in this picture I <laughs> drew." That's funny. Oh my gosh, that's amazing.
1: Ew! What a weirdo. Why did I just draw?
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm sure you're not the you're not the only kid out there who's done <laughs> something like that at all. Um. Wow, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a little bit about um. The game itself, because you've already given us such like fruitful, entertaining context for <laughs>
1: sinfully fruitful.
0: hey, you know what? It's hey, it's whatever the guest wants to talk about. <laughs> um, but for you, um, what do you remember about the game or what even sticks out to you today about just like the game itself?
1: I think what sticks out to me about the game is, um, I guess. I think the ghost kind of stick out to me a mm-hmm. little bit because you know I'm a I'm a spooky guy. I love spooky things. I haven't and dropped the so emo
0: all these years later.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I I I think like maybe the idea of you know capturing ghosts in a fun cartoonish way kind of stands out to me. I I think. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I think I like the, like the adrenaline I get for each level. Sure. Every time I get that new fruit or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. I don't even remember what, like you get that peach. Then
0: you Those get prizes that. or whatever. Yeah.
1: And, um, I think, I don't know. I don't think I've kind of analyzed it conceptually like that, but I I would say probably just the adrenaline rush, of yeah. each level. Um, I like that you know there's a lady pac-man miss pac-man
0: oh very my gosh that's to me that's actually the one that i first played because uh more central valley uh tidbits here is that in in modesto we had uh there's two a yogurt company called the yogurt mill and it was uh. basically like just a froyo place um and they had a, two of them in town and the one by us they had like a miss pac-man like tabletop machine so like Oh, the table fun. itself is the screen. Do you have you seen anything like this before? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I just went to New York and um we went to I think it's called Criffs Hot Dogs, Criffin's? I don't know. I'm tired of my brain being all scrambled from egg water, but it was called <laughs> Criff something. Yes. And I remember we were playing it, and I was just like, yay, like this is the one game I can play
0: and I'll oh. do well.
1: And it was fun.
0: Oh, that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. but so you I mean, you just bring up Miss Pac-Man? I'm like, that was my entry point for pac-man in general and it was so fun and it was like i remember bugging my parents for like a quarter to play while they like ordered you know the frozen yogurt or whatever oh
1: um, that's sweet
0: it was great um it's not there anymore um or, and what, which which is too bad but uh um ms pac-man oh i, I have a question for you about the game because i got mm-hmm. to watch you and it was just like you were lightning quick at, <laughs> you know, at, at button mash Um, Is there a strategy that you are trying to employ? Or are you just like, is it instincts more that you're using?
1: Um, I think what I, my strategy is, and I'm pretty sure I took this from Kaylee Douglas because I would observe her. It's like- she took your
0: man, so I think it's She took
1: my man. The least I can do is take your strategy (laughs) of playing (laughs) Pac-Man. The strategy I I usually do is like, I try to eat the dots as much as I can or like without like the ghost being around. And like the moment- they start getting close to me is when I eat that big one that turns them into mm-hmm. the little blink, blinky ghost. And then I'll try and eat them. And I try to do with what resources I have in the moment. So if I, if they're all wandering off in the corner, I'm going to eat as many dots as I can totally eat the, save, eat the cherry, save eat, the
0: power up, save it, save
1: the power up when they start getting close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, it's all about being fast. I, I tell you saw me. Yeah. I'm pretty fast when I like go through the whole thing um be as quick as possible yeah know your exits <laughs> yes you know?
0: that's something because and- I, I don't play this game very much but that's something I will forget is that you can go through an exit and we'll take you out back the opposite way I just yeah. never and it would probably save me from ghosts sometimes I just never think about it
1: and also to like the very beginning like the first two stages I try to eat the ghost as much as i can because the later levels they get faster and like they don't stay like blinking for Mm -hmm. long so i'll try and get as much points as i can for like the easier levels and then try and save up those points for when it gets like more intense and sure yeah
0: cool um yeah really fun game um adri it feels like we've gotten to share both a lot about like the extremely entertaining context from your life (laughs) of playing Uh this game um, and, uh, as well as, you know, the game itself, is there anything, whether it's game or like life specific around this game that you haven't gotten to share today that you want to?
1: Um, well, I don't think you're going to ask me a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> call me by your game.
0: Can I ask you, actually, I'll have, I'll ask you a more specific question. It's maybe sure. easier to answer. Can you remember like a specific movie you went to see? At the Sequoia Mall, where this Pac Man was, like in this age range, can you think back to that, or is it too far?
1: Um, it might be, it might be a few years. I don't remember exactly what movies I saw. At like, like that around, time. At that time, I do remember, you know, sneaking in to go see Coraline, but I think oh. that was when I was in ninth grade. Yeah. I remember sneaking in to go see prom night. Um, It was like that scary movie. Yes. um, That came out in what, like 2008, 2009. And I remember um, it was. The only thing I could think of is. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'm never going to be allowed on this podcast again. Um, the only <laughs> thing I can remember was like the first time is when is when I felt a peepee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't even say it. has to have to say that. In the movies?
1: In the movies. We're like making out in the back. I was in uh, like ninth or 10th grade. And I remember I was, you know, still a virgin as I should be. Um, but I remember all my friends were like being promiscuous and I was like, oh, sure. I'm trying to fill a peepee right now. And so <laughs> one of those movies, I remember like leaning over and giving a, over the, over the pants, dry HJ <laughs> to my man.
0: Incredible. <laughs> this man nameless, uh, but everyone else we know who yeah. you are. <laughs> That's funny. We're protecting the identity of this, of this, uh, this man. Uh, yeah. You know, well, I mean, I mean,
1: not don't say man because he was my age,
0: but <laughs> yes, yes. Uh man currently. Um, that's I mean, don't be embarrassed about that or sharing that on the show because <laughs> like that is such a thing that colors the that time in our lives. Like, right, you know, yeah, when you're growing up, when you're having, I don't know if you would describe it as like a sexual awakening, but you are becoming more curious about those things at that age. And so right, yeah. that sort of stuff, like I would. I remember hearing about that stuff at the movie theaters, or like hearing, like, "Well, yeah, sure, we kiss in seventh grade, but do you know what the eighth graders do?" That sort of thing.
1: Right? Like, yeah. And, and just I was being like, like, "What four. do they do?" <laughs> I didn't even have my first kiss until like ninth grade, and I would hear all these stories of like in sixth grade being like, "Oh yeah, they dry humped each other," and I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy." Gosh.
0: And I was a very like, uh, repressed like church going good boy so like me most of this, yeah so most of this stuff like was either was was foreign I didn't have personal experience doing it but like I was it was only in like theory that I understood
1: sure <laughs> like yeah
0: what all this was but <laughs> yeah um that's amazing well um before we move on to some fun post-show segments that I've got prepared for you Mm-hmm. Um would you do me a favor and just wrap up the place that uh Pac-Man held for you?
1: I think Pac-Man really um symbolizes me com- becoming a woman. Um, <laughs> me um finding out my uh sexual <laughs> awakening. Um it really it really made me into the hot hot woman I am today. Cuz without Pac-Man, I would have um no, uh, leeway into figuring out what boys liked and what boys wanted. And, um, Pac-Man forever changed my life.
0: <laughs> who knew? <Pac-Man? laughs> who knows? I could have been
1: a nun. I could have been a nun.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. Virgin my
1: whole life. Well,
0: who knew Pac-Man, Pac-Man could Man. provide that for you? That's amazing. <laughs> uh, Pac-Man's really given a gift to us all. Um, uh, Adrian, thank you so much for bringing on Pac-Man to share about your experience today. That was so fun and funny. Um, <laughs> But I'll lead you into the first post-show segment, the Fact Me by Your Game segment, where I'm just going to share a couple of fun facts with you about Pac-Man. Um, Love it. The first of which is kind of a widely known fact about the game. In fact, it's it's um, highlighted in the movie Scott Pilgrim. He, he tells a character this to make small talk. Um, but eyeing the game's success in Japan, Namco initialized... Uh, plans to bring the game to the international market, particularly the United States. Um, But before showing the game to distributors, Namco America made a number of changes such as altering the names of the ghosts. The biggest of these changes was the game's title. Um, Executives at Namco were worried um, that – so in in Japan, it was called Puck Man. And uh, they were worried that vandals in the United States would change the P to an F forming Fuckman, mm. an obscene name so so they changed the name uh literally this if anyone's seen scott pilgrim this is it versus the world this is a line yeah I, was in the movie
1: right when you were saying that i was like i hear michael Sierra's voice right now when you yes. were saying that.
0: um so that that but that's a fun thing i i was like this is so well known that i just want to repeat it here sure this, the second of these things i know adria so i'm going to share my screen um let's go here um i'm gonna share my screen with you and Mm -hmm. but what i want more specifically we talked about the the tv shows that that were inspired by this game did you know there is a song called pac-man fever that's a it's a real song by jerry buckner and gary garcia oh well,
1: uh, Gary, Gary Garcia, like Stephen Garcia.
0: Oh, my gosh. We're connecting all sorts of dots here. <laughs> Adri. I'm just going to play this for you right Please. here. And even if the listener can't hear it, we will play this to end the show today. Um, but uh, here we go. If it actually works. OK, here we go. Can you hear that?
1: I hear you. I don't hear this. So
0: OK, I'll make that. sure to. Sh- <laughs> Maybe I just need to say that I, I want to also share sounds. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, blast- oh, there we go. Share sound. Okay. Here I go. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It's very, um... I got a full of <laughs> it's like such a cheesy 70s, like, this is what I'm doing song. I'm going to describe what I'm doing. and it's all about them wanting to play pack. I'm surprised they're not singing about Steven Garcia in this song. <laughs> it's literally just describing the game and what it does. It's so funny to me. There's the chorus. Mm. So, Adri... I'll be sure that the podcast actually closes out with that song at the end of the episode. Okay, um, sure, but I just had to share that with you because it's I so it. cheesy, but so fun. I thought,
1: yeah, the beginning of that, hell yeah, I was fucking fist pumping.
0: <laughs> yes, I think it woke up Reggie. Oh my gosh, amazing! Um mm-hmm.
1: oh, damn, it did. <laughs> oh,
0: there it is. Um, that'll do it for the fact me by your game uh, segment, and I'll lead us into the final one: the game recommendations. Uh, Now, Adri, this is Mm -hmm. my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I am going to treat Pac-Man like your passionate summer Italian fling. Um, Mm. But, of course, uh, like the movie, you're going to need to move on and find someone else in your life. So Uh... these recommendations are going to act as uh, potential new flings for you that all have something in common with Pac-Man because I find familiarity goes a long way. Um, So the first of these three... Is if you love your Pac-Man, but you're tired of playing against the computer, you want to play against 98 online opponents, I'll recommend to you Pac-Man 99. This is a free game for the Nintendo Switch um, where you're basically playing Pac-Man online against uh, uh, other people. And it's Whoa. incredibly popular.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So if you can uh, steal someone's Switch and uh, try it out, <laughs> yeah. that's there for you. Still it
1: back. Okay. Um,
0: the second one is if you love arcade classics and you just want to keep your game simple, um, and this time you want to climb, 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 I'll recommend to you Donkey Kong, a game you're probably familiar with. Have mm-hmm. you seen one there where you're running? Up? Did you watch me play it all yeah. when we were there?
1: <laughs> um, maybe my brother's played it though I've seen it before yes. and I think I've dabbled in it but maybe I wasn't very good at it so I didn't really it's, like try to continue
0: it's a hard game uh, it's, yeah. it looks very like welcoming and simple but it's very very difficult Um, so that's your second recommendation and Thank lastly you. is if you want to fight ghosts like that's the thing that you come away from this game loving the most but you want to do it with proton packs uh, I'll recommend to you Ghostbusters the video game
1: Oh, okay. You know, I do like some spookies.
0: So you can uh instead of I guess eating the ghost, you can capture them with your favorite band of the Ghostbusters. I can't think of their names right now, uh the two,
1: the, the the 2016 version, right?
0: This <laughs> I okay, <laughs> I wish. Uh this is I, this game I think was made in 2009, but they did I think remaster it. Um mm. but uh anyway, your recommendations I'll I'll, I'll wrap up again. That's Pac-Man oh, wow. 99 donkey kong and ghostbusters the video game that'll do it for the game recommendations that'll actually bring us to the end of the show um oh my god
1: thank you so much for that i, I appreciate you going out of your way
0: hey you to... know what for any guest of mine i'd be happy to do that um Adri, thank you so much again for coming on the show today this was a blast to hear from you and to get to know you a little better um
1: <laughs> how horny i was as a kid
0: you know what it's par for the course for us for for a, for a junior high age kid uh uh, very you. relatable um <laughs> on the on your way out i know we plugged some stuff earlier but what would you like to plug right now uh for the for the listener what where should people find you
1: um you can find me on twitter instagram same handle it's uh adri mf Diaz, so like adri motherfucking diaz a-d-r-i-m-f-d-i-a-z um uh, yeah follow me on social media I post when like when my shows are coming up uh stand-up improv whatever it may be um yeah because I, I never really know when my shows are I like usually get asked like you know a couple weeks in advance mm-hmm. I'm like okay so whenever it Perfect. is just follow along so you know killer you want to come
0: um and I'll be sure to put links to you know the fresh fish the the menudo instagrams mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. other a couple other shows you might have coming up but uh Thanks again. I'll just close this out with some plugs of my own.
1: All right. Thank um, you so much, and rest. Reggie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, insane. Bye. I really felt that from him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Well, anyway, here I go. Uh, the cover art for the podcast is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other great work on Instagram at Glenn with two ends. J A Y. You can find follow me on social media, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I've got a uh, uh social media handles in the show notes. Um. I haven't been streaming that much on Twitch, but if you want to follow me, I'm at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. I'm always hopeful to be streaming more. I'm incredibly streaky. So we'll see. Um, You can also uh, check out our producer and editor of the show, Jeremy Schmidt, and listen to his podcast, video games, a comedy show. Uh, And lastly, you should check us out on Patreon. Uh, If you like me and the conversations that I have with people about video games, you're going to love what you find over there. Again, the $10 DJ toad tier With that, you get three bonus podcasts a week. That's 12 a month. We're currently going through our Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club. And soon, the voting is going to open for our next Games Club series. Uh, And if you want to influence that and follow along for the ride, subscribe. Uh, It'll be there. Again, the link's in the show notes. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me, by Your Game. We will see you on the next one.